0: When you're a 415er, you're a 415er, 415. 4-1-5. You're all about your San Francisco 49ers. And this is where you need to be for news, analysis, and, and, and more. And more. Welcome to the 415er, hosted by Evan Gidding and Mark Grandy.
1: What is going on, everyone? Welcome back into another episode of the 415 Fivers podcast, as always brought to you by the Odyssey Sports Podcast Network with 95.7 The Game. Mark Grandy, Evan Giddings with you as always. Mark, my man, how are you doing on this fine day, midweek day between the 49ers uh, last win and extended break and now their upcoming game against the Washington Commanders?
0: I'm doing well, Evan. How are you? I notice our uh, our uh, listeners and, and watchers on YouTube notice a, a different setting for you. I know you're down in uh, San Diego with a little bit of a uh, some some family holiday time. So how's how's sunny San Diego treating you? Oh,
1: it is perfect. I know people are a little pissed today down here. It was only 72 degrees. (laughs) Uh, There was not a cloud in the sky, although it was a wee bit chilly, brisk sea air coming off the coast. Just a little bit. Um, Apologize to all of those of you in the background. I think we're allowed to to air Seinfeld in the background for those watching (laughs) on YouTube. Uh, But yes, Mark, I am in full family vacay mode. Thank
0: you for noticing. That's great. It's great. Yeah, I'm jealous that you're not quite on my vacation. I'm taking some time off next week, but uh, should be should be a lot of fun. And uh, you mentioned Niners on kind of a mini buy, even though this week is kind of a short week because their game is Saturday instead of Sunday. Uh, they take on the Washington Commanders on Christmas Eve. There are three NFL games on Christmas, but most of the, the week 16 slate across the NFL is on Saturday where the Niners play. So they have extra time off. They've, they've taken some time off to, to help their bodies get ready and, and heal and feel better. But oddly enough, their schedule is kind of pushed forward because they don't play on Sunday.
1: Yeah, it is interesting. And look, even though it doesn't seem like there's a lot of stuff, I guess, going on currently with the 49ers, they did they took care of business against Seattle. They won the division. They're into the playoffs. They own at least the three-seat in the NFC. Uh, but Mark, we do have a little bit of news as this episode is preparing to drop on uh, Tuesday late or if you catch it Wednesday before the Pro Bowl rosters are announced for both conferences. And as you might imagine, uh, the 49ers are... At the top, um, due to of course their amazing roster this year, but they lead combined all vote getters around the entire football league. So, you know, looking at the 49ers right now, they lead in six different NFC positions when it comes to the fan voting, of course, not anything official. Uh, but Mark, before we dig into that, um, are you surprised at all that the 49ers would be anywhere near the top of any Pro Bowl related? type of
0: accolade. Absolutely not. With how many stars this Niner team has, uh, they deserve to have a handful at least in the Pro Bowl. And I know we've kind of gotten to the point uh where uh Pro Bowl nods don't mean quite as much anymore. I I know they're still important and, and players care about them. They go out to what is it, Vegas now and and, and have time and spend some time with, with family. They bring out their the family and, and friends and and hang out in Vegas with their peers and you know other great players across the league, and they have a good time. But it doesn't quite mean as much, it seems, as it has in the past. But it feels like it means something to the 49ers. Of course, they hope that they don't participate in the Pro Bowl festivities because they hope that they're preparing for a Super Bowl when the Pro Bowl is going on. But I know Fred Warner, he's been pretty vocal about it on Twitter, and he jumped from, what, ninth in linebackers all the way to first? <laughs> when the the last the last uh, Pro Bowl fan vote numbers were released on Monday of this week. And he was on Twitter, you know, talking about, hey, faithful, like, you got to get me to the Pro Bowl. Like, come on, let's turn out some votes. So, I mean, he was doing a little bit of, of self campaigning and it worked out to get from ninth to first. There are, you know, other 49ers who are at the top as well, leading their positions. Nick Bosa, George Kittle, Kyle Juszczyk, Christian McCaffrey. I mentioned Fred Warner, also Trent Williams. Uh, there are other players as well who have a very good chance of going to the Pro Bowl, like Dre Greenlaw. Uh, but no, I, I am not surprised at all. This seems to be a group that wants to to be recognized, and it also uh, is a fan base that is generally pretty public. There are a, a lot of 49er fans out there, and they're not shy when it comes to to voting for their guys.
1: Yeah, and that's why I think it, it kind of is representative of you know, obviously, it's a fan vote, but um, it does, I think, indicate just how much talent or names notoriety there is around San Francisco and how much support there is from, of course, the fans. Um, like, I don't expect this 49 team to break any records, you know, we're talking about whether the pro bowl means much. Well, I think the most that a team had selected was 12 players, um, which the 49ers could come near depending. (laughs) I mean, right now they got six guys in different positions that you just laid out that are leading uh, all vote getters together. They over, they, I guess they jumped the Minnesota Vikings who were leading surprisingly. I think um, all fan voting combined last week prior to week 15 this week is the 49ers. Um, But of course, the one thing that I've, that naturally jumps out to me is of course, it's no quarterback. Like obviously that's <laughs> yeah. a position that you generally uh, try to you know associate with how a certain team is doing, how much talent is around him. And it just goes to show when you're looking at all these different names and whether they're you know the best at their position or not, who's to say. Uh, although Nick Bosa, I think appropriately has the most votes by defensive player overall, probably at this point, the leader for DPOY, along with maybe Micah Parsons. Um, but Mark, it's just like, just how, it, it, I mean, we know because we watch it every single week, but I think for a lot of people around the country that understand how good the 49ers are, are going to get to sort of put names at certain positions to just how stacked this roster is built Um, From the inside out, not, of course, needing a big name at quarterback, even though you'd like to have one in order to make sure that you're, you know, you're a team that's got seven wins in its last seven games and is the reason why a lot of teams around the NFL and especially in the NFC are afraid of them probably come playoff time.
0: Well, let's let's pretend we were having this conversation at the beginning of the season. Let's say, all right, uh, predict. You know, which Niners will make the Pro Bowl this year? Uh, you could get a lot of these right. I mean, those six guys that we just mentioned that are leading their positions. McCaffrey, obviously, we didn't know McCaffrey was a Niner. But if, if we knew McCaffrey was a Niner to start the season, we would predict he'd be a, a Pro Bowler. Juszczyk is an every-year Pro Bowler just because there's not many fullbacks left. Trent Williams, the best left tackle, best offensive lineman, maybe the best player in football. George Kittle is is one of the best tight ends. Nick Bosa and, and Fred Warner, they're, you know, at the very top of their positions as well. So those all make sense. But there would have been one other that you would have thought most likely, and that's Debo Samuel. But Debo Samuel hasn't had the kind of season to where, you know, he probably deserves a Pro Bowl nod. And, you know, he, he missed a game that that second game against the the Los Angeles Rams, where well, the Niners still dominated that game, thanks to Christian McCaffrey. But besides that, he, he's played in, in most of the games. He's He's been banged up. Uh, he's he's a little banged up right now as well. He's not a full participant in practice this week up to this point as we record this here Tuesday evening. Um, but you would be a little surprised if you were asked, you know, about Pro Bowl possibilities at the start of the season to learn that Debo Samuel is is kind of off that radar right now. Or maybe a, a lot of that is because of Christian McCaffrey's acquisition and and Debo Samuel hasn't been asked to do uh, as much as he needed to do last year. Um, But I think if if you were to ask 49er fans or tell 49er fans at the start of the year, hey, Debo Samuel is not a pro bowler, uh, they probably would be thinking this team is in trouble and and not going to win the division and and maybe might not be in a playoff spot. So it's kind of interesting to think of it from that perspective, uh, how we would have thought about you know these pro bowlers at the beginning of the year because Debo Samuel would be left out. But the Niners have, have obviously been uh, great, even without an incredible Debo Samuel. He's still been good, don't get me wrong, uh, but he's unlikely going to be a pro bowler. But, but kind of interesting to, to think about how your perspective changes, obviously, based on how the season goes.
1: Your perspective also changes to me on how many of these guys are like homegrown. I, I think that's something that stands out to me as well. Look, obviously Williams, um, check, you know, like th- those guys are coming from the outside. But when you take a look at the amount of homegrown talent, and, and look, Pro Bowl is not the end-all be-all of of the NFL. I think it's, as we've talked about, it, a good indicator of kind of the, the talent level on your team. But when you also combine that with guys that you've drafted, to me, that's where you tend to strike gold And where you begin to see just how good a team really is, because you get those guys early in their career, you initiate, you bring them into the system. And you also, of course, get the added benefit of having them for four years on their rookie deals. You know, if you look at now, John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan going back to 2017, you know, right now they're at six full draft classes. So the first three draft classes involve the guys that we're talking about, which is George Kittle, Former fifth round pick, Fred Warner, former third round pick, and then Nick Bosa at the top of the 2019 draft. Um, but a guy like Dre Greenlock could be making his first Pro Bowl this year from the 2019 draft class. You know, looking even further ahead, there haven't been as many guys, I guess, you know, bestowed the accolades of those former classes, but you're looking at a guy like Telanoa Hufanga from last year, who might be, you know, involved in his first Pro Bowl. Um, there are certainly other guys worthy of consideration, but you know when i'm looking at the 49ers and how they're constructed even though yes you do have a couple of big boy acquisitions in a guy like Trent Williams or others around them it just really points out and highlights to me how much the the 49ers have been built from the inside out and that is really the core of course the key to sustained success and i think the reason why they're reaping the benefits now of three postseason births berths in 4 years it's because of because of been how well that they have drafted
0: yeah, it's it's those players that you're talking about, those homegrown players. You know, George Kittle, and Talanoa Hufanga, and Dre Greenlaw, and and Fred Warner. It's it's those guys that are kind of the the steady, sturdy base. And then you build off. Nick Bosa uh, obviously is a big part of of that group. And then you build off that base with good acquisitions. And that's Kyle Buschek. That's Trent Williams. That's Christian McCaffrey. That's you know Mooney Ward. Uh, and, and that's how you build not just a quality team, but a, a legitimate Super Bowl contender. And with that in mind, I, I kind of want to play a little game with you here. So I think we can all agree six pro bowlers for the 49ers, those six that we've we spent most of this at time, least. Yeah, yeah. At, at least there's six 100 they're percent like givens. Those, those guys are in Christian McCaffrey, Kyle Ustrek, Trent Williams, George Kittle, Nick Bosa and Fred Warner. You mentioned Dre Greenlaw and Talanoa Hufanga. I just mentioned Charvarius Mooney Ward. I think there's maybe another one or two potential guys out there. Jimmy Ward comes to mind, although he did miss some time, and I'm not sure he's played enough games uh, to, to get that honor. But I'm going to set, Evan, the over-under for 49ers Pro Bowlers at eight and a half. So again, those six guys that we are very, very confident are in, uh, in my mind, you have Dre Greenlaw and Talanova Hufunga are the two most likely after that first group of six. And then you have a couple of guys who who maybe are on the edge in, in Charvarius Ward and in, in Jimmy Ward, maybe a couple of other guys. So eight and a half pro bowlers, Evan. Are you taking the over or the under for the 49ers?
1: Ooh, see, this is a tough one. And and this is where I also do think being a pro bowler is something that is um, important because generally it means you're about a top three player your position, and so if you're looking around the rest of the DBs in the NFL, hmm. first of course you're looking at cornerback. I do think Charvarius Ward would be right now a top three cornerback, or you know right side left side one of the top six cornerbacks in the NFC. Fonga for me is on the kind of the brink of being a top three safety. I think that he had an amazing start to this season. And I think that he has gotten better, but I think he's also shown some of those kind of hit or miss boom or bust tendencies that played in his favor earlier on this year, making some huge plays. But then in recent weeks has also been burnt a little bit a few times. So for me, like that, that to me is going to be a coin flip. I'm going to be optimistic though, and say that they do get nine pro bowlers this Mm. year, because the reason being we see that, Teams that are at the top of their conference tend to be rewarded with lots of Pro, pro Bowl selections. So obviously you have the Eagles up there. The 49ers will be second at the table for me outside of maybe Buffalo when you're looking at overall rosters with tons of guys to pick from. So I would put that at nine. And I might even venture to say you could get a tenth You know, if you end up with maybe a special teams player or you end up with a kicker or a punter. So there's
0: maybe an extra throw in there. I would take the over on eight and a half. I think I agree with you. I'm a, The original eight or the original six, I think Dre Greenlaw and Talanoa Hufanga get in. Hufanga, you mentioned, had a fantastic start to the season. Hasn't been as eye-popping lately. He still played solid, but he hasn't had as many of those big plays where, you know, everyone just... Heads to Twitter and, and tweets out Talanoa Hufanga in all caps. That hasn't been quite as as common, but I think he's done enough to get in. And then I, I think Mooney Ward gets in. I, I really think he's had a, a phenomenal season for the 49ers. You are the number one corner on the best defense in the league. Uh, I think almost by default, you deserve to be. In. And, you know, maybe you get to a point where you just simply have too many 49ers, but uh, I, I, he deserves it. Uh, so I'll take the over as well, but just barely. I think nine, I think that's where the Niners will end up. I'm not sure. I don't think Jimmy Ward gets in because of the the games he missed. Um, And I would uh, say no to to a special team or, or or anything of that sort. So I'm saying nine Pro Bowlers for the 49ers, which as you mentioned off the top, not a new record, uh, but nothing to scoff at. That's pretty good.
1: No. And I mean, you could end up with a situation where they have more Pro Bowl selections than maybe the Eagles and, yeah. That's really something to pay attention to.